Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today I'm going to be talking about an issue that I, I should have been like talked about years ago. And we're going to be talking about this idea is what is the difference between trauma-informed coaching versus therapy? And I think a lot of people, they may have heard of trauma-informed coaching, but they don't really know what that looks like. Or maybe they They've been in therapy, but never really addressed their trauma. And so we're going to really dive into this. So this is one of those, please stop everything you're doing and really focus and pay attention to what I have to talk about. Because as for me, I mean, I was in therapy for almost 15 years and I never really got any really ideas about like how to heal and how to move past my addictions and all those issues until I got into trauma-informed coaching. So I'm really hoping that for some of you guys who are feeling that if you guys are stuck in addictions or you're struggling with anxiety issues or phobias, like this is really going to be a game-changing podcast for you. So we're going to get into all of that coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad that you are here. The Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is not just for introverts or not just for entrepreneurs. It's anyone who is interested in improving how they think and how they interact with people as they grow and scale their business. Because for a lot of people, we've heard of people are so successful and then they have this life changing incident. Someone dies or there is a turn in the market or just all sorts of stuff going on in the background. Maybe that they have issues with anxiety or depression and they don't really know what to do. And they usually wait until crisis moment to get their life turn around. But you don't have to wait until crisis. You're listening to a podcast like this where we're talking about your business and your life and how you are basically functioning so that you can be able to not just react to situations, but you can act appropriately so that you can just live a happier life. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it immediately. And if you don't know anything about me, I just would love to encourage you to check out denisegelee.com. There you'll be able to read articles, listen to my podcast library. Within my articles, I always drop a relevant podcast link just like this into my article. So for those of you guys who are like, oh, I don't want to listen, but I just want to read more about it. Well, then just move me over to denisegelee.com. Like I got, you, I got the hookup for you. Just go ahead and just check that out. You know, glad you asked. Here it is. is there for you. So go ahead, check that out. Also, I have been seeing my numbers. I've noticed I have a lot of people following me on Apple Podcasts, but I know on Spotify and all those other places. But would you be so kind if you would just write a review letting me know what you've been loving about this podcast or what you want more of? Because I don't know unless you tell me, you know, just like listening is just not enough. Like, I appreciate that. But when you also let me know via a comment or review, then it really helps me make sure that I'm giving you more of what you want of. So I really appreciate that. And and if you're interested in sending me a voicemail message, check out anchor.fm slash Denise Lee. There you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. Make sure that you include your first name, where you're from, you know, Boise, Idaho, or Vancouver, or Switzerland, wherever you're at. And just let me know what you're, you've got a question about, or you want me to talk more about it. Like, I'd love to hear from you. And then obviously, let me know if I have permission to air your message in a upcoming podcast. Because I know most people are like, I don't want anyone knowing who I am, or I don't want to know if I'm 
you know, stepping on too many toes. Like, well, you don't know, sweetheart, unless you let me know. So, you know, go ahead, check that out. And I'm going to leave a link to all that in the show notes below because I want to make sure that like things are easy for you to find. Because I know sometimes like if you're walking the dog or whatever and you're hearing like links, you're like, whoa, like I can't write this down. I'm busy like driving or walking the dog or whatever. So I'm just going to leave the link in the show notes below so you don't have to pull over to the side of the road just to write things down. Not that I think you would do that, but you know, in case you were thinking about doing that because you're like a little OCD like me at sometimes about information that's relevant and useful, like that's what I would do. But that's not you. You're smart. You have access to links. So you click on the links and then you do it that way. So (laughs) go ahead, check that out. So and uh, everything that I'm going to be talking about is really more of a one-on-one coaching session thingy because like I don't know you personally and I'm not going to just make wide sweeping generalizations for the, the public at large by just saying this. Everything that I'm going to be sharing is really more anecdotal. Every single person's unique and has their own different circumstances and their own life history and whatnot. So if you're interested in learning about working with me and contacting me and all that stuff. I'm also leaving a link for you to be able to contact me. So I'm going to mention that also so you can be able to access the notes below so that you can be checking out those links. Okay, that was a really super long intro longer than I normally do. But I think I had to just pack all that information in. Oh, one more thing. One more thing I just have to uh, mention now that's on my mind is that everything that I'm going to be saying is not going to be a substitute for a professional medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment. And so I just want you to always seek the advice of your physician or a qualified mental health care provider with any questions you have regarding anything I have to say, because science is changing all the time and more importantly we don't know you and one article is not going to be like the cure-all and I know a lot of people want to doctor google their way to health like especially with mental health issues this is not the way to do it just want to make sure that you get all the support that you deserve and that you need okay so why are we talking about like coaching versus therapy for this, for the plain and simple fact that life can get hard sometimes, you know, things happen, as I mentioned in the intro of the conversation, you might have a, you might have a lot of problems in your personal life, meaning that you might have obviously a relationship ending or problems with your kids or perhaps you're wanting to have kids and you're having difficulty with that or maybe you want to get in a relationship like or problems with family members I don't know or maybe you have certain changes in your business and when I say changes I'm not necessarily saying negative changes meaning that you have you know a downturn turn where you have to let go of people or you have to uh, fire someone. It could be positive stuff, meaning like you're getting so well in your business and you have to grow and you scale. And maybe that's a lot of changes, hiring a bunch of people, moving offices. Like that's a lot of impacts to that impact, not just you, but impacts a whole bunch of other people. And as you're like learning how to navigate those new waters, it can feel stressful and overwhelming. Oftentimes we only hear about people having like a crisis from having a downturn, but the flip side is real like for example even anecdotally just talking about lottery winners 
I think like 90% of lottery winners like lose their money within the first five years because they were not mentally nor financially prepared for that onslaught of all that money. And the same thing goes with your business. Like if you haven't had that foundation, the strong mental health foundation to scroll and scale your business, even if like you've been praying and God, like, oh my goodness, I've been really wanting to grow my business. I've been really wanting people to know about me. I've been working so hard. And then once it finally happens, you don't have that groundwork. That's where professional support comes in. And you need more than just like a, a friend saying that you can do it or some kind of kind note. Like you need professional help. And that's where it enters coaching, trauma-informed coaching versus therapy. And then what we're going to do in this conversation right now is we're going to break down the different therapy types, the big main models of it. And then we're going to go into trauma-informed coaching. And then we're going to just come compare and contrast which one may work for you. Because look, here's the thing, as you're listening to this, I mean, obviously I'm a life coach for entrepreneurs. Obviously I have my own biases, but look, I want you to make sure that you're fully informed because if you've been like listening to me and you're like, oh man, like I really want to work with her, but I also have some trauma issues. Like what, what do I go? What's the best thing for me? And I want to make sure that you're fully educated and you're fully prepared. And even if this has nothing to do with you, I really want you to share this podcast episode with somebody else because there's a lot of people who need help, but they don't really know where to go. And it's because of lack of information. I shouldn't say lack of information. I think this is an overwhelming amount of information, but everyone is saying different things and you may not know what works well for you. So I just want to make sure that you're fully supported. Okay. But let's, first of all, let's talk about therapy because I think that we need to just kind of lay out just general understanding and expectations about what, what's in therapy. Cause I think for a lot of people, I was thinking about I was talking with a client uh, a while ago about, and I was saying like, you know, Jennifer Aniston, the actress has been very well open and honest about her. She's been in therapy for like almost like 25 years. She grew up in a, uh, a very famous household. Both of her parents were actors and yet still, she still struggles with emotional issues to this day. She's still in therapy. And so for a lot of people, they've been stuck in therapy, but what are they doing in therapy? And so as you're listening to this, I hope you understand like what is therapy? Because I think a lot of people just get into a therapy office and they don't even know what exactly is going on. So I really just want to break all this down for you so that you are fully informed and you're empowered. Okay. Therapy is by a license and a critical medical or Medical meaning a psychiatrist who prescribes drugs or a mental health professional like a licensed clinical social worker. And it consists of two main models, a motive, meaning how you manage and process your emotion, or a cognitive, how you intake and react to things and people around you. So most of the therapists that you meet, they'll either be a motive or a cognitive specialist. And so let's explain what, which one is which one does what, okay? So let's talk about, first about emotive. Most emotive therapists uses the ABC model and ABC model stands for activating an event, belief system, and then the consequent emotion or behavior. And so it was created by a, a psychologist researcher, Dr. Albert Ellis, and he was learning and researching about how to challenge irrational beliefs that occur between like things that happened and then how you react to it. So let's think about what it is. I, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I'm totally transparent about my own past and my own background and all the things that I have to, I've gone through in my life. And one of the things that impacted me the most was 
I briefly lived for one year, and I think one year was enough, you know, with um my my father. This when I was like fifteen to sixteen, and no fourteen to fifteen, and his uh, his living girlfriend Sandra, and she was very very demanding. She was very forceful, and she wanted things done a certain way, and I there was no such thing as relaxation at her house meaning that if you are doing something you gonna you're gonna have to be working hard and being yelled at and screamed at routinely for a year about like okay i'm not getting if i'm not getting the great grade or i'm not performing the way that she would like it she would yell and routinely belittle or criticize me in front of my face or she would tell my father and it just brought a lot of shame a lot of insecurity and doubts to who i was and my worth and that really impacted my idea of who I was. And so every time like I'm sitting down, there's a part of me that just feels guilt. I'm like, oh, sh- sh- I need to be going out. I need to be doing something. Because even though she is long gone, I haven't seen or heard from her in almost, gosh, I, I haven't heard from her since I was, now I'm dating, I'm thinking about it right now, like seven years. I briefly got in talk to contact with her via Facebook, and it was it was an interesting conversation. But anyway... The point I was trying to make is that even though she hasn't been a, a huge influence in my life for almost 20 years, that voice is still in my mind. And with the ABC thing, you can, when those trigger moments happen, when you're just feeling anxiety, you feel anxious, or you're feeling guilty, you're able to like catch that moment in your mind. And instead of that trigger, triggering belief, oh, I'm lazy, you can actually like challenge and say, no, I need rest. No, I need to take a moment off. I can't work all the time. I'm not a machine. And so that's what a part of emotive therapy is catching those moments. Okay. And then let's kind of just transition to cognitive. Because for me, I didn't really understand what cognitive was. And let's kind of break it down in a different way. We all know that our thoughts have power. And oftentimes, as I mentioned with the example with Sandra, like we carry beliefs that come from family and culture and religious background. And that's part of your life script, whether or not you've been taught to respect how you think, respect your desire to feel joy, and then be able to love or receive love. I have a little 15-minute quiz. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below, or you can access it directly on the banner on denisegelee.com. Like, what life script did you have? I mean, for me, I've, I have my own life scripts. But anyway, this script is, it defines like everything about how you perceive the world around you, confidence, all that's impacted by your life script. And those un question beliefs from your life script can be destructive and it's harmful to yourself and your well-being about how you view success and how you view you know growing your business or what do you want to do I remember this was about earlier in the summer like a couple of months ago there was this realtor that knocked on the door and he said, hey, I'm a, I'm your neighbor and uh, I'm also a realtor and I wanted, do you need to buy or sell a home or like, what's your situation? And we're like, oh, we don't have anything. And I remember he just looked at us sleep, sheeplessly and said, well, here's a little notepad, you know, in case, you know, somebody you, you know needs a realtor. I'm just going around the neighborhood. And I remember telling my husband like, wow, like it must have been really hard for him to walk around there because he did not look confident at all, but he got his butt up and he just started banging on doors and 
giving out those notepads. And it was so hilarious because my family and I, we went for a bike ride yesterday. So this is like a couple months later after that. And just kind of zooming around the neighborhood. And we saw not one, but two of his listings that are the same real estate because I remember his face and his uh, real estate agency name on it. And I remember telling my husband, I said, I remember when he went knocking, I remember the, the scared look on his face. And our neighborhood is about like maybe 1,100 homes or so. All he needs was just one or two and that just would make his month. That would just carry him forward. And he did that even though he looked scared, even though he looked uncomfortable, he did that. See, when you're doing in cognitive belief, cognitive behavior therapy, you're able to, even in the midst of feeling scared or sad or whatever, you are equipped with tools so that you can force through that discomfort, that pain, and be able to do that. And so now he's reaping the benefits of the things that just probably scared the crap out of him. He was challenging all his beliefs, all his his. His, uh, his feelings and he looked for evidence-based arguments to say, hey, if I just lean into my feelings of feeling scared and insecure, it's not going to get me anywhere. But if I bang on a couple of doors, hey, something might just happen. And that's what he did. He got out and he did it. And so when CBT therapy is, is somebody actually just talking in your face and saying, hey, is this the right way to think about it? What are your options? And I know there's a lot of therapists, uh, there's a lot of good and bad therapists, just like good and bad doctors, just like everything else. And you will just sit in an office and you will just start talking and talking and talking. But if you don't have anyone challenging you, if you don't have anyone questioning how you think about certain things, you will just dig in deeper into those types of feelings. And so that's really important that regardless if you are doing emotive or or cognitive, that you have homework so that you can be able to just learn the lessons. And this is another thing that I wish that somebody told me, and I'm telling you right now, is that if you have therapy, you're a therapist and you should co-create a therapy plan with goals and measurements of success because you can spend a lot of time and a lot of money just sitting there and talking to somebody and then they're just collecting your money and you're still in the same place. Because here's the thing, thoughts have power, thoughts have words. So if you reinforce, I feel scared, I feel lonely, and no one's challenging that. All you're doing is just baking it further in. Like I think about, I know I'm recording this in the summertime, summer of 2023, just to date stamp this. And I remember like when I was learning how to really get a good glaze on like anything, a salmon or pork or whatever. And what, what I was I was learning was that after you kind of have like marinade together, you kind of make sure that it crystallizes a little bit more. And then you kind of just put some more of the flavor, the coating, and you bake it more in the oven, you heat it up, and then you just keep that process of just coating and coating. Well, that's the same thing happens when you're letting your mind go wild and rampant with negative ideas. When you get into those stressful situations, the heat gets cramped, cranked up, and then you're just baking yourself with more negativity and more negativity. And it takes effort that's not you somebody else and you have to have the bravery and the courage to say you know what my negative thoughts got me to where I am right now I need think I think I think I need to get a little outside of my own head space because it ain't happening and so homework assignments and being able to have someone to question your ideas 
about how things worked in the past so that you can be able to think correctly in the present is going to be a freaking game changer. Okay. And so I'm hoping that as you're listening to this, you're, you, you might be thinking to yourself, like, how was my therapist treating me? Were they just kind of just letting me talk? Were they just letting me kind of, I, I remember went into this one therapist's office and no lie, like she gave me like fidget toys to play with as I talked about my, my boss and, you know, all the things that were going on in my job. And I did not heal at all. In fact, if anything, I just got more anxious and just look forward just to go to therapy just so I could just dump my, my nasty, pukey, toxic feelings and go nowhere further than where I was. And so as you're thinking about the therapy that you have been in or maybe in and now, is your therapist really serving you or them? They are hired to do a job. And if they're not making you think better, okay, then that's something that you really need to evaluate. And now this is a kind of caveat that I just have to mention. It's really important for some of you guys, you might have had some really traumatic incidences, or maybe you've had an extensive prolonged abuse situation where you were physically, verbally, or sexually assaulted, or you have phobia, agoraphobia, or some type of OCD, or something that just really debilitating. I would highly, highly encourage you to either check out EMDR, eye movement processing, Oh gosh, no, I'm I'm garbling myself. Um, EMDR is eye movement desensitization and reprocesses. EMDR are transcranial magnetic stimulation. Just give me a second. My mind needed time to reboot. Those are really great for um, those of you guys who have been survivors of rape or war, abduction, or horrific acts of violence. I want to make sure that you're fully supported because for some of you guys, even talking about the past is just really horrific. And those are areas where you're not really talking about your trauma per se, but it's helping you desensitize your overstimulated amygdala as part of your brain that uh, directly connected to your sympathetic nervous system when you want either go into flight or fight or fawn or flop. That's basically all the ways that our bodies react to stress and so that it's desensitized so that you can be able to just react with things calmly and rationally and not just oh my gosh run and hide run away like you you, there's actually a, a different way of you processing that and so all of that is great like all those options are great of therapy but if you want to move to the next level if you like if you are stable and you're able to be able to function like there is a next step beyond just therapy. And that's where we go into trauma-informed therapy. And so as a coach, as a, a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions, my my goal is to ask you a lot of powerful questions. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I'm asking you tons of questions to think about because that will help you get your mind in gear so you can start thinking about the next thing and then the next thing. Success be build on success. And so we're, I'm training your mind to have a positive mental attitude so that you don't view your challenges as obstacles. You're viewing them as opportunities. And then you can be able to lean more into that. And I'm hoping that as you're listening to this, you're like, you have to understand as an entrepreneur, you need to be challenged. You need to be able to be shifting into the next level so that you can be able to seize on opportunities. And that's what I do as a coach. I help to shift your mind into 
those areas of thought where you're like, oh, okay, I, I can do this or I, I can do that. That's the thing that I want for you to think about is where am I not allowing myself to be really challenged? Where can I really grow? And that's what life coaching does differently than trauma. It's not just so much like what what you're going through. Yeah, we discuss what you're going through, but then we start thinking about, okay, plans of actions as well as some tools and resources. So like we can just take this into hyperspeed and it's different from therapy where there's no really set guideline. For me, I only work with clients in six months clips because A, my reputation's on the line and I want to make sure that you're getting your money's worth. You are doing what you need to do right now based on your experience and your background. It's not just some cookie cutter stuff that I just read out of some manual. It's about who you are and what matters most to you. Now, there's a lot of life coaches that have varying backgrounds and expertise. So I would really highly encourage you to ask about accreditation and their background, testimonials and stuff like that on my website. If you go on the About Me page, there's a huge long list about all the things that I do and I don't do as and it gives you some frame of, of reference because I think that a lot of people have distortions about what a life coach does and you have to understand like each person has their own background and their own issues. I shouldn't say issues. <laughs> they actually do have some issues and that impacts how they coach. But the point I'm trying to make is that just do your homework on each coach to make sure that they are right for you. And one of the things that a as a trauma-informed life coach that makes me a little different is that I do have background in psychology as well as um, understanding the, the chemistry biochemistry about how your brain works so that you can be able to make the right choices that science backed. And that makes me a little bit different from other life coaches. Everybody's different. Okay. So just make sure that you do your homework and understand like who you're working with. Okay. Now, the other thing that I just really want to mention that's really important is that if you are at a point in your life where you're repeating the exact same problems over and over again, then you're going to have to ask yourself, like, is this belief really coming from me or is it coming from the past? Because for a lot of us, we just kind of just repeat unconsciously all those things that happened many, many, many years ago. And so as you're thinking about yourself and thinking about your past and thinking about your current struggles, is it really a repeat of all the things that have happened. Like when I think about, heck, even my, my 20s to my 30s, I was repeating the exact same dramas that I had with my personal life and my professional life. But just all the, that changed was just names. <laughs> it was the same trauma. And what happened was I had to really unpack and understand where my beliefs were coming from because that was impacting the way I was viewing my life. And that's why I was getting into all the same crap again and again and again and some more. So a life coach will be able to just quickly like identify and say, hey, I see a common pattern here. Let's create a game plan or strategy map so that we can just dismantle that. And 
The other thing that I wanted to tell you that's just really important as part of this, like what's the difference between a therapist versus a coach? And the same thing for both of us, a therapist as well as a coach, is that you need to take radical responsibility, radical self-ownership for your life and the destiny of your life. So it doesn't matter if you were raped as a child. I was raped repeatedly as a child. It doesn't matter what happened to you. If you, you, you grew up impoverished or you, you had, I remember I was thinking about one particular client where due to to poor money management issues from her father. They lost their money and she grew up just wanting more money. And as adults, she still suffers with image issues because she never really dealt with that past pain. There comes a point where you're going to have to say, you know what, it sucked what happened in the past, but what's going to control of my future is me. I can control me. I can control my thoughts. And if I can control my thoughts, I can control my destiny. So as you're listening and you're thinking about this, please don't straddle the fence if you feel like there's things that are blocking you from success. Don't, don't, because you only have one life. And the fears of digging that up is actually nothing in comparison to the losses of opportunity that you have. I've, I think about all the things, like even the last couple of years, I, I have been getting into some things that I should have gotten into decades ago. And it was because I was afraid of being criticized. And I was afraid of being rejected as a poor writer or a poor communicator communicator. But the only way to do it is to actually get myself out there. The only way to do it is expose myself to people who are better at what they were doing and kind and compassionate enough to show me along the way based on where I was. And that's what you may need at your life right now. I'm hoping as you're listening to this, this might be a big wake up call. You're like, man, I really needed to start changing some stuff around my life. And maybe you do. I don't know. It really is about who you are in your life and what matters most. I can't tell you, but at least I can break down and explain what is therapy, what is coaching. I'm also going to leave a link so you can read a long form article of me talking about this more because I really want to fully support you in this. I don't want you to be languishing because I was languishing in therapy for many years and it sucked and I know that this is better. So just in general, therapists have... They're licensed, they're accredited, whatever. They focus on either on motive or cognitive. A trauma-informed coach like me has, also has a background in psychology, chemistry, un- biochemistry, understanding how your mind works, as well as understanding how the past influences your present. So I'm hoping that as you're listening, you can just be able to navigate and think about, okay, based on my life, based on my experience, based on my needs, like this is what works well for me. Okay. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you really like this podcast, if you really think it was informative, please share this podcast with someone else. I'm just trying to send this message wide and far because a lot of people have been wasting thousands of dollars, hundreds of time, hundreds of hours of time in therapy for what? For nothing. So I want to make sure that you're fully supporter or somebody else who may be needing support they get that and obviously um please um just write a review if you've been um, enjoying this podcast and check me out at denisegelee.com i'm going to leave a link in the show notes below well that is it thank you so much for listening take care and be awesome